We stop at a service station in the occupied Palestinian West Bank. A man in military fatigues demands to check our IDs. He has no identifying insignia, won't tell us who he is, but he's got a gun. So we oblige. We're confused, and we're not the only ones. CNN obtained this video from inside Hebron, a divided city, filmed a few days after the Hamas October 7 attack. The Palestinian man won't comply. He says he recognizes the man with the gun as a settler, not a soldier. In this tense climate, if a soldier issues an order, you comply. But is everyone with a gun and fatigues a soldier? The West Bank is under Israeli military occupation. It's also believed to be home to almost three quarters of a million settlers, Israeli civilians living in the occupied territories. Settlers consider this part of their biblical homeland and are expanding into Palestinian territories, even though the UN Security Council considers their presence illegal. Yet settlers are integral to Israel's security plan in the occupied territories, as Israel Defense Force reservists and settlement security squads. Responding, the IDF says, to security threats in settlements, towns and villages. Palestinians told CNN they consider armed settlers a greater threat than ever before. Their remit from the IDF is blurring the lines as settlers encroach on Palestinian land. Like here, in the Palestinian village of Tuwani, where there's a settlement at the top of the hill. In this video, you see men in military fatigues. The IDF equips both civilian settler security squads and soldiers in the region. As you can see here, it's almost impossible to differentiate. They point their rifles at residents and then they shoot, according to eyewitnesses. CNN shared the images we gathered in the West Bank with a senior IDF official who was unable to tell us who here is in the IDF and who is not. We asked how then are Palestinians expected to differentiate. The official told CNN there have been cases of reservists who did not act in accordance with army standards, adding there is no place in the IDF for such behavior. Every case that breaches army standards will be investigated. Palestinians, the official said, should contact their local brigade. But Palestinian rights activist and local resident Basil Adra says settlers in military fatigues are forcing Palestinians off their land. These settlers and with their guns and they're pointing it to the head of the, of the residents and they tell them, if you don't leave in 24 hours, we will shut you. So the family would understand that they're not playing. It's a serious threat of killing if you don't leave, leave your home. That led for like 35 families to leave. And these settlers have been wearing uniform also. Settlers have heavyweight support in Israel's far-right government. Itamar Ben-Gavir, Minister for National Security, settler. After the Hamas October 7 attack, Ben-Gavir loosened gun permit regulations, making it easier for tens of thousands of Israeli civilians to bear arms. Betzalah Smotrich, Minister of Finance, settler, also post-attack, pushed through over 100 million US dollars for West Bank security, 
including funds for training and equipping settler security squads. But it's not just arming and equipping. We witnessed firsthand some of the restrictions the IDF imposed on Palestinians. Ihtidal's house is not even five minutes away from the other side of this checkpoint, but she can't get through. Every day they tell her to go back, and every day she has to do this extraordinarily long loop to try and get in. She said they are, they are intentionally making it difficult for us, make, making so we have to cross through areas that are hostile to us to get to our homes. Ihtidal picks up a few more things before she sets off home, but not too many. It's a long walk uphill. Since the 1990s, the city of Hebron has seen many curfews. The day we visited, there was a curfew in place from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Ihtidal has to go through this checkpoint. Palestinians have to be searched. Settlers aren't normally checked. Ihtidal has to walk. Settlers can drive. Palestinians need permission for visitors. Settlers don't. The IDF says all these measures are in accordance with their security assessments to provide security for all residents. Settlers and Palestinians live side by side, but the rules for each are very different. Faiza and her husband have lived in this house for 14 years. They inherited it from her husband's grandparents. Their house is overlooked by an IDF sentry post, yet they fear for their safety. This scene is so inappropriate and depressing for our home. You can see up here what we've had to put in place to protect ourselves from the settlers. As we leave Faiza's house, we get stopped by an Israeli soldier. He says we're not allowed to walk along the main road. We have to go back to the checkpoint to be searched again because we've been inside a Palestinian home. I would just point out a lack of logic, which is that these Palestinian houses, the Palestinians have come through that checkpoint, so they can't have possibly brought in anything. Uh, sorry, just so I can understand, mm. just, just mm. so I can understand, yeah. I'm really confused, mm. as usual. So, even though we went through <laughs> that checkpoint, okay. even though we went through that checkpoint, yeah. because we have been in the house of Palestinians, we now have to go jumping over people's garden walls. So we can't walk on no, the street. we can't no, go straight down. Come back. If you would go through back. the checkpoint and you stay here, it's great. But if, yeah. as soon as you move from different areas... Yes. So you need to get rechecked. Now do you understand it? Oh. Yes. So okay. we need to get rechecked. So, so we're going to the route that... Okay, no, for next time. Come on. Okay, okay. Let's Sorry, just go. Thank you. Thank you. We'll Have see you in a day. bit. See you soon. But we can't get down. The access to the garden is closed. So the path I can see is the other side of that fence, but if you can see one, I can't. We can't walk on the street because we've been in a Palestinian house, and now we're deemed a security risk. So we're stuck. Eventually, the soldier has to call into his superior to give us special permission to walk on the main road. Thank you so much. We head out and back through the checkpoint where we're searched again. A tiny glimpse into what Palestinians navigate every day. The UN says that post-October 7th, over a thousand Palestinians in the West Bank have been displaced, forced from home by security restrictions and settler violence. The US and UK are now sanctioning extreme settlers, but Palestinians say it's not enough. Not when settlers can cloak themselves in the authority of the Israeli state. Ne'mal Bagir, CNN, Hebron.